Joel Embiid, why aren't free agents breaking down the door to team up with Joel Embiid? We'll talk about that more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Official sportsbook on Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5.00. And get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com locked on to get started. What's up, Jay Mitch? How you doing, bro? What's up, Keith? Man, I'm doing well, man. How are you? Oh, I can't complain. For you guys, my name is Keith Pompey. I'm one of the co-hosts of Locked On 76ers with my man John Mitchell in the building. 76ers, former 76ers beat writer extraordinary, extraordinaire. A long time, well respected beat writer in the NBA. So, Mitch, we got a lot to talk about today. And the one thing we want to, first thing we're going to talk about is Joel Embiid. Now, Joel is one of the greatest players in the league, right? He's going to go down. I think Joel is going to go down as a, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, let's face it. Oh, Joel's going to be a Hall of Famer, right? He's arguably, right now, you can argue this that he's the most unstoppable player in the league when he wants to come out and play, right? Mm -hmm. However, Mm -hmm. you don't really see a lot of people knocking down the door saying they want to team up with Joel. So we'll discuss that, right? In in, in the second segment, you know, we'll we'll also uh, talk about um, other things we're going to talk about now, how the NBA is implementing this thing where all-stars have to play. In, in, uh, in these games, right? At least one of the stars have to play in the game. Um, and then for national TV games, they want both of them to play in the game. Like if you have two star players, meaning Joel Embiid, if James Harden's here, they got to play on these national TV games. And then we'll good. discuss some other things, right? You're saying good. Just get it good. Absolutely. Let, let, the people, let the people collect, see what they pay for. <laughs> so... First of all, let's get it started, Mitch. Like, let's talk about this. Joel Embiid, bad dude, unstoppable dude. But you don't see these all-star type caliber players knocking down the door to play with Joel. Your opinion of that, and why do you think that is? Yeah, I mean, when you 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 know as well as I do, Keith, that so much of what the NBA superstar is into is they 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 want to play. Where, where they want to play, despite being able to travel and, you know, making exorbitant amounts of money and being able to go wherever they want to, there is this peculiarity where they want to be in certain cities. <clears throat> but it, it, and Philadelphia has never been that city. You, know, you, you, you have your Los Angeles and you have your Miami. Um, and, and I think those appear to be the two real destination cities, the warm weather cities. 
and um, you know, but, but Philadelphia doesn't seem to be the city that, that pulls free agents. But I also think part of it is as a player, uh, you know, Joel is, I've heard it talked about and ruminated that Joel is difficult to play with. And I think part of it is because the league is now, it, it's not a center dominated league and it hasn't been so um, really since I think Shaquille O'Neal was the last dominant center. The game has moved away from, from the, from the paint and it's just moved out to the perimeter. But I would think that a player like Joel still would be a magnet for a guy like Dame. You know, we look at Dame and, um, you know, it's like, wow, you know, here's a guy they could space the floor with him and, and, and they could be, uh, they could be a threat. And for some reason, you know, Joel has just not, you know, he's like I said, he's a hall of famer. He's going to the hall of fame and he's the kind of player that, you know, you can win a championship with, he, you know, maybe he's not the alpha personality wise that we thought he was, but if you have him comfortable in playing his game, which he does most of the time from, from for the full 82 games of the regular season, when he's healthy, he does that. But when he's, you know, <sighs> When, it, when the playoffs get here, it's a, it's a different jo- Joel Embiid. You know, we still haven't seen the dominant play from him beyond the first round. Um, but I, you know, and I don't understand NBA players' mentality. You have a chance. You know, the, the ring should be the thing. And I think another superstar should look at the 76ers and say, "I can win a ring with this guy." You know, so let me bring my talent. But it's, it's become a peculiar league in that sense. Yeah, I think it's two reasons when, when you look at it. Um, a, number one, um, the one thing is I, I think that a lot of guys, you said the ring should be the thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. But when we really talk about it, the ring really isn't the thing until guys get old, older. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, no. yeah. I, I think that a lot of guys are looking at stats, and, and you said it. You know, right now, Joel is a center. This is starting to become a center league again. But for the most part, for a while, it, it was a guards league, right? Mm-hmm. A guard driven league. And you look at people and they look at Joel. Joel's going to get the blo- uh, the bulk of the shots. He's going right. to do this. Why are you going to come here and you're going to stand around? You're basically going to yeah. stand around. <laughs> and when you look at it, you know, this is a league that where a lot of players they want to get stats. They want to score. They want to be the man because mm-hmm. why? Let's face it. Being a man more so than winning games gets Thanks you money, money right? Thanks. It makes you, you become an all-star, you become an all NBA player, and right. then, and then you get the money. So right. you look at Joel and Joel's like, some people may say it's hogging the ball or, 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 or you're just running the offense through him. And then mm-hmm. you stand around and then you become like a Tobias Harris type. And what I mean by that is a guy who was with the Clippers, who you were scoring a lot of points, you were doing all the things you would like that warranted you to get the 180. And then you come here and now people are asking the questions, why did he get the 180? So you right. have a lot of guys who don't want that. Some people may feel like they wonder, like, if does Joel throw his teammates under the bus too? You know, yeah. like, you know, yes. you think about it. Like after he and James Harden struggled mightily in Game Seven, there was a comment that said, "We can't do it all by ourselves." And people are like, "What do you mean we can't do it all by?" You, you got two. You got two Hall of Famers. What more do yeah. you need? Well, not only that, it was like, were we getting opportunities to do it? 
So right. I feel like from um, a, a standpoint of, you know, you look at it, guys would rather be the man because that's about their legacy. And then when they later on, they want to come back and play with play and win a championship and say, OK, I'll do it then. Mm-hmm. But then also it's kind of like, well, we don't want we, 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 we don't know what type of teammate he is. You know what I mean? So right. those are two things that I feel like um, a lot of players are a little bit leery of. And then also, let's face it, some people don't want to come to Philly. As much as we talk about yeah. it, and you mentioned it, you know, places like Miami, places like New York, New York Knicks, where they mm-hmm. love the team. If you Brooklyn. had a chance in Brooklyn, well, yeah. I don't know even know about Brooklyn. Because but you, know, but you know those those mega markets and you, you know the yeah, mean, those mega markets yeah, those mega markets but unfortunately we're both from Philly but you you, <laughs> you talk to people and what I mean by that is we love yeah. Philly but if you're a player you're not from Philadelphia and the New York Knicks if everything's equal you got right. the New York Knicks and right. you have the Sixers yeah right? yeah you're going to say to yourself like man I can go to New York as opposed to coming to Philly, because let's face it, the people in Philly are made, the fans may be more critical of you. You know, this mm-hmm. may, there's a lot that goes on. We demand a lot. And, but I also feel like the market, you would want to be in New York. Yeah. More so than you would be in, in Philadelphia. So those are the three things that they have. And, that- you know, I think I just, it speaks to, the, in, in my opinion, it does speak to the overall health or non-health of the league. The league is growing. It's growing incredibly internationally. But you're gonna, if, if, if you ball out, you're going to get your money, whether you play in Utah, whether you play in Milwaukee. Yeah, you're going to get your money. It you know, changed, man. Yeah. yeah and, 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 and the, the NBA is sort of like that league where it's, 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 it has, it bec- it's becoming more of a prima donna league. You know, you know, you look at Major League Baseball, you know, and you look at the NFL. Brothers don't want to go to Green Bay and Wisconsin and be there in, in the middle of the winter. But it's a job, you know, mm-hmm. but, it, you know, in, in Philadelphia with what, 1.6 million people, you know, you you're right in the middle. You know, you've got New York to your north. You've got D.C. to the south. You've got a decent nightlife. But, I, you know, I, it's, I, I think this is somewhat pushing people away uh from you know the, the fact that, that many of these players just just want to be in these major markets, you just can't have that. You know, it, true. And then also you look at it like let's you know before we get to the next segment, I, I use like Bradley Bill now as mm-hmm. poster child for the current NBA player where their mm-hmm. mindset is. So Bradley Bill is a guy we all know an all star. He was you know it's funny. You know, Steph Curry and, and and James Harden won these scoring titles before, you know, Joel Embiid did, right? And Bradley Bill was playing on a average at best Washington Wizards team, mm-hmm. but he was second. Like, he was always up there in the mix. Yeah. So Bradley Bill became the all-star. Bradley Bill was all-NBA. And what does he do? He resigns with the Washington Wizards. Right. He makes a crazy, gets a crazy contract. He gets injured. And then all of a sudden, now it's like it was like time to win that chip after yeah. he got paid. After yeah. he got paid and got these accolades, so right. then they trade him right. to 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 Phoenix, right? So now he's going to try to team up with you know with with, with Kevin Durant and, and and book Devin Booker. 
mm-hmm. so he can get it. But so that's right. the thing that happens. So right about now, the next superstar player, you look and see what Bradley Bill did and was like, yo, he got the bag. So yes. let's get this bag before I decide to do what I what what I need to do in order to um to become that guy right. to you know to team up with maybe a Joel Embiid or in in a Tyrese Maxey type of thing. But for right now, I gotta make sure that I'm gonna get paid for it. That's and, first and foremost. And one thing I noticed real quickly, Keith, I noticed is that now the NBA is, is a league their their CBA always has always favored the the elite players more so than any other league. You know, you um, if if you're an elite money maker, if you're an elite elite player in the NBA, it's perfect for you because you can almost live like that, and nobody will be criticized, be critical of you, because you can grind it out season after season, putting up your numbers, which is what they all want to do anyway. And like you said, you know, you you hit thirty, and you start talking about I need a milestone, and milestone would be to place a gem on my finger and get a ring. So um, and, and I think that that's so it's it's you know I mean shout out to their to their labor negotiators for achieving that contract type of those type of contracts for them. But I think it is detrimental to the product. Okay. Well, when we get right back, we're going to talk about Joel and B we're going to continue with Joel and B, but what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about, uh, you know, him right now, it seems like he's the biggest free agent in regards to next summer's Olympics. Right. right. right? He Joel and can play for France. He could play for the United States. But here's the funny thing, John, and nobody's talking about. His native country, the Cameroon, has a chance to make the Olympics, right? So they mm-hmm. could possibly make the Olympics. So, you know, the question is, where is Joel going to go? And if if Cameroon makes the Olympics, will Joel play for his native country mm-hmm. or should Joel play for his native country? We'll talk about that more when we get right back from this break. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel. America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Sounds like a good deal, right, Mitch? Real good deal. Real good deal. NFL season is here. Exactly. Exactly. Now, Bet on those birds. (laughs) <laughs> now is the best time to forge for to join uh FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. Now, if you bet on them spreads, Mitch, you might be in trouble because they've been winning some close ones, closer than, than yeah. they should have, right? They've they've been overhyped. They're very good, but they've been overhyped. Yeah, in a little typical bit. Philly fashion. A little bit. So visit fanduel.com slash locked off. And kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. Fandle, official partner of the NFL. Now, Mitch, when we talk about Joel, the Olympics, and all that, where do you think that he's going to end up at? Um, you know, from an intrigue standpoint, and the, the journalist in me. And the journalists and you, I think, would rather see him play in either for either camp. I would love to see him play for Cameroon. If, if I could make a pecking order, uh, you know, I, I would say number one, I like to see him play for Cameroon. 
I think number two, if you would have played for France, then all of a sudden you got they, they just that you know Victor Webinyama, uh, Rudy Gobert. You, you have too many big men there, uh, and and number three, you know, I'm I'm always going to root for the United States of America, and I um, you know, they, they desperately it's clear, you know, that their their superstars are aging, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 as we saw from the FIBA championships, they are obviously in need of some size and some physicality on the inside. There's absolutely no doubt about that. You know, you just can't roll the basketball out there anymore, you know, and expecting with the, with, I think with the elite players, you will get, you will get a, uh, an Olympic gold medal, but you know, you can't just roll the ball out there now and expect to win. So I honestly, the journalist in me, the person who loves uh, the, the, the continuing multi ethnicity of sports i love to see you know I, I like a good story i like to see i mean I, i'm not invested in the united states winning the gold medal and not that i think joel and b playing for canada or france secures it for either one of those teams but i as the, the, the journalist in me says hey this is intriguing to see this guy play for an african nation you know you i mean look at the players that are from in the league currently that are from africa you, know, you you look at Hakeem Olajuwon in the past from being from Nigeria. We never got a chance to see him in the Olympics. So yeah, I I'd like to see him play for uh, only because I only because I like storylines, man. And I think that's what the world has become. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I like seeing him play for Cameroon. I, I'd be perfectly okay with that. And I think you know he, you know maybe the, you know he'll recognize in that situation that my advantage is to play at the rim and in the paint. And bring that back to the 76ers if he still is in their plans beyond the 2024 season. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 with you on that one. Um, you know, the thing about it is I understand that, you know, you want to play in the Olympics. I get that. And but I think if the Cameroon makes the Olympics, I think that it will be tough for him to to not play for him. Right. I, mean, I do. Um also I, I get it. it, it it's kind of sort of you know, you go to France, you go to the United States, you know, you're going to get a gold medal. I mean, you, you know, wherever that. he goes, they're probably going to be favored. Now, again, if the United States of LeBron and they bring back Dream Team 3, which right. people think is going to happen, yeah, they'll probably get it. But aside from that, Joel Embiid is going to be the guy that basically makes the other team mm-hmm. you know, a favor if the Sixers don't. I mean, if the USA doesn't go all in. But when you think of Cameroon and you think of how these African nations are getting better and better in basketball, Mm -hmm. right? And you look at Joel and you say Pascal Siakam. Yep. You say some of these other guys. Like, you know, you're looking at it. You got more Cameroonian players playing in in college basketball now. You look at DJ Strawberry, Mm -hmm. Daryl Strawberry's son, who's, you know, as a Cameroonian American, you know, he has, mm-hmm. I guess he has a dual citizenship or whatever. Um, but, you know, you look at it, he's regarded as like, I'm looking at it right now as American Cameroonian professional basketball player who's playing over in Egypt. Right. Mm. So the thing is, but to me, I look at it as if it will probably be more enjoyable to try to get a medal with, Pascal Siakam, Joel Embiid, and another player, you know, and then it would be winning a gold medal 
with a team that's stacked, right? And you, and you, let me, if I can interject for one second, Keith, you, what people don't fully seem to grasp is the NBA more so than any of our majors now is the international game. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I, I truly believe that the people up in New York, up on Fifth Avenue are saying, hey, Lord, please let him play for Cameroon so we can grow our game there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think that way, you know, publicly they won't say that. Publicly they will be saying, hey, USA, USA. But the bottom line is we know that where the USA is here, the almighty dollar is here in the minds of anybody in the capitalist system. And I think that, you know, if, if, they, if they can fertilize further Africa and the nations that make up Africa, I think they will be all in for him playing for Canada. They might, may not say it publicly, but they'll, they'll congratulate him on his choice and say, go ahead and spread, you know, grow, grow our game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree a hundred percent, and and I, and I think you know I would I would be interested in. It. I mean, look at it. You look at uh, um, players who played for other uh, you know foreign teams or you know teams that you didn't think that were that good, and they turned out to be putting up uh, phenomenal numbers. You know, over in in the world in the world championships, right? So you look at that and you say to yourself, why can't Joel do it for the Cameroon? You know, right. so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I would like to see what he could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, don't get me wrong, no matter what he does, it's going to be must-see TV. Right. But I think there's going to be a lot more people watching uh, to see if he played for Cameroon. And then just think of the national pride. I mean, the thing about it is when I talk to uh, Furkan Korkmaz, who plays for Turkey, Right. Mm-hmm. He's Turkish. He's and we talk about him playing for the national team. And he's like playing for the NBA is, is the best players in the world. Right. You right. Know, that's like. Right. Personally, that's an individual goal. But when you play for your national team, your country, that's like nothing better. Right. right. You know what I mean, now, again, for the country, for the player, they all want to play in the NBA, mm-hmm. but they also want to represent their country in the Olympics and also in the, uh, you know, also in, in, in the world cup. Mm-hmm. So for them, I think that would be, that would be the best for Joel would be best for Cameroon, um, you know, and uh, NBA Africa, all that, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? They all would love that. So, you know, I, I think that that's going to be something great. Something it's, great. it's a win-win situation. Yeah, it is. Now, let, when we get back, we're going to talk about, um, you know, we're, we're going to talk of continue this segment, talk about more things. But right now, I want to talk to y'all about um, Jace Medical. Um, the Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of our board certified physicians. Don't get caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their lives, loved ones during the unexpected. Jay's uh, case handles everything from online evaluations to licensed pharmacy, medication, delivery to ongoing consultant care, right? So what do you need to do, John? This is what you need to do or this is the best thing for you to do. 
save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with uh, Jace Medical, plus additional $20 off by using Locked On at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Definitely. You know what I mean? So, Mitch, what do you want to talk about in this last segment, bro? You know, I, I think we should talk. We should visit the segment that the segment focus on the new rule, which mm-hmm. is against players. You know, the, which is designed to cut down on load management because, as you know, people are tired of load load management. People, I mean, people understand the savvy fan understands that it preserves players and it can be used strategically. But you know, uh, you know, people show up to you. Know, I hear it all the time. They show up to Wells Fargo Center and it's like, man, you know, I I, I bought these tickets well in advance and I'm not going to see a superstar, whether it's a 76ers player or somebody from a different team. So um, I, I'm glad to see the NBA addressing that. Yeah, me too. And 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 the thing about that is. The thing is, you look at it and you talk not not so much season ticket holders because they go like right. they're all in like they like we're going to we're going to pay for 41 of these games. Right. Right. We're going to we're going to pay for 41 of these games. But you look at people who get these partial plans mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people will get them. The reason why they get it, like they get like like 12 games of that or whatever, how many it is. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it because of the matchups. They say, oh, wow. I get to see right. Golden State Warriors. I get to see the Milwaukee Bucks. Right. I get to do this. And so you're spending money for that. And then all of a sudden you get to the game and it's kind of like, well, yeah, <laughs> Freak's not playing. Oh, Steph Curry's right. not playing. You know, this and that. So they don't buy those tickets anymore. Right. So when things like that happen, it gets to a point where you look at it as a league, you're like, yo, you got to correct this. And not yeah. only that, you don't even know that these guys aren't going to play right. until right before the game starts right. or something like that. So I understand that. The only thing I don't like about this, Mitch, is for the most part, whereas the one one thing where it says uh, like TV games, like mm-hmm. both of your stars, your all-stars have to play in the TV mm-hmm. games and they have to play in the in-season in tournament game, right, which are also to be. To me, it's like, well, I get it, ABC, right. ESPN, NBA TV, all these people are paying all this money for, for yeah. these guys to go there. But what about the, the game on a Tuesday that is not on TV? Is the You know, I get it, like mm-hmm. – we shouldn't decipher. It should be all games. Now I get it. You're saying that one of the like you got two all stars. One of them has to play at least right. one of them, right? I understand that, mm-hmm. but but I feel like when you start saying the TV is kind of like the consumer is like, well, I understand. You know, you're trying to protect the TV people, but what about us? We feel the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel like it shouldn't be. Yeah, but, you know, know, they shouldn't give them special treatment. Yeah, but you know what that is, Keith. That's that's the uh, we've heard the voice from the Ivory Tower, from the Billionaire Boys Club, uh, that they have partners to satisfy, and they have meetings about this that we'll never hear reported on. 
where it's like, hey, you know, you're paying these guys, and I understand. I mean, as, as a fan, you know that load management is strategically used. You know, there are situations where it's like, okay, well, I'm, I need him on this road game. We, it's, you know, we're, we're in a battle for the final seed in the playoffs. I can play him here in the game between the person we're fighting for to avoid the play-in tournament um, and bring him back home and rest him or, or, or vice versa. Uh, so, so, you know, they're always going to place the members of the Billionaire Boys Club will have their say. And right below that will be, you know, in the pecking order. I hate to tell fans, but, you know, you're not primary. You are secondary in this equation. And um, it's, it's unfortunately, that's the way it is because, like, I used to always tell people that, you know, when, when, when your team gets bumped from the playoffs, nobody hurts more than the fan, the fan who scraped their money together to go see that game. The people who sit on the front row, uh, they, you know, the owners, people in the owner's box or, or sitting courtside, they don't hurt as much because they, you know, at, at the end of the day, they can look at their, when, when, the, when, the, when their receipt comes out of the ATM machine, it's got about 12 digits on it, you know? So, and, and money does tend to cure all that. Um, so, and, and they're going to do ultimately, it's just like the NFL protects the shield. The NBA is going to protect its shield as well. And say, hey, listen, man, you know, you, you're making fifty million dollars a year. It's not going to hurt you, you know. The, the, the twenty, you know, you can tell them twenty years ago, players were were fly, Thirty years ago, players were were you know were in coach. You know, mm-hmm. you're you know you you you're on a bus to the airport. You're shrimp and lobster in your extended chair. You're living the life, you know. So you know, at some point, they're they're always going to protect the product and and the image of the product. And part of it becomes this image that, you know, in the NBA, you don't have to go all out uh, night in and night out. Um, so, you know, I, I'm for it. I'm for it. You know, I, I understand the strategy behind load management, but I, I think it's bad for the game. I think it's bad for the game. Yeah, the load management. Yeah, it was bad for the game. I mean, it became – I mean, I get it. You want to – you want – to preserve players, I get all that. But the bad part was where, I mean, it was just bad for the customer, the paying mm-hmm. customer, because a lot of these people, they pay a lot of money to go see these guys. Right. And you just don't do it. And then yeah, a lot of it. times, a lot of times you figure like, but well, why this game? <laughs> like, right. like there's certain times <laughs> where, you know, there, there were certain times where, you know, there was a, you look at the schedule. Mm-hmm. And marquee matchup is coming up. People always pick individual in teams. They huh? always pick games like that. They always yeah, pick games the like game, that. yeah, like okay, where the blowout game come, like oh my man's playing, but then the marquee matchup is kind of like hold up, right? Scheduled off day, you like huh? Like, like really? Like, you know? Suppose you're a Kawhi Leonard fan, and I happen to be a Kawhi Leonard fan, and it's like you know. I want to see him play, but why would I spend that money when I have, you know, how often has Kawhi's name popped up on the, you know, lower back soreness, you know, yeah, or whatever, you know, knee pain. Um, no, you know, I, I want to see this guy play, and mm-hmm. and that takes it, it takes it away from the fan. I, you know, I guess it's a, it's it's a, it's a win for fans to a degree. Yeah, it is. You know? It is. 
Well, look, Mitch, I want to thank you for joining uh, me today. Yeah, I want to thank y'all for listening. You guys can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast at. It's free and available. You can also get this podcast on YouTube, Locked On 76ers YouTube channel. When you go to the podcast, make sure that you on YouTube, click on the Liberty Bell. You become a new subscriber and you get notifications when uh, the next podcast, uh, you know, is is, is uh, downloaded and up and available. Um, but again, have a great weekend. Um, have a great day. And, and Mitch, again, brother, again, thank you for joining. You always bring a lot of knowledge. I love having you on the show. And always I, a pleasure. All right. And I want to thank you all for listening. Peace.